What's up, guys? It's a beautiful day here in New Jersey. It's hard to believe it's February. It's February 16th. Not a flake of snow has hit the ground yet. And it's like, I don't even know what temperature it is, but it feels like spring. Um, so I'm taking a walk outside. Figured to record a, a podcast for you guys with some latest thoughts. But um, one of the, most of the, gyms that I work with have one location um there's more and more every day that are opening more so there's a lot that have two three four five but um I would say the majority of one and so probably one of the biggest questions or some someone like lurking behind me right now uh in their car probably one of the biggest questions I get is how do I know if I'm ready to open a second location? And it's a really good question. Um, and it's funny. I'll, I'll never, there's some moments in your life that you never forget. And one of the probably most memorable emails I've ever gotten in my life was an email I got from Seth Godin. And um, I used to be part of a, another mastermind. I used to run a mastermind with another guy. And um, we took this mastermind to Seth Godin's office. So we got, you know, personally connected with Seth. Um, and if you don't know Seth, you should. Like, he's one of the top marketer, marketing minds in the world. And so I became kind of email buddies with Seth. And I would email him different questions um, about things. And this is back a while ago. And I was sending him a question. said, hey, Seth, um, consider, I have one gym. And I'm considering open up, opening up a, a second gym. Um, and wanted your insight on it. I don't remember the exact email I said, but something like that, right? And I'm paraphrasing his exact email. Sorry for the noise. Truck's coming by. Uh, I'm paraphrasing the email of, of what he said, but essentially it was something along the lines of, Vince, I think you should think long and hard about opening up a, a second gym. Um And he said, running one gym means you run one gym. Um, Running five gyms means you're in the business of running gyms. Running two gyms kind of means you're all over the place. And basically, he kind of was giving me the advice of if you're going to open two, pretty much plan to open more. Otherwise, stay with one, right? And I I think it kind of shines the light on if you're going to open two, you should just like, even if you don't plan on opening five, you should plan like you are going to open five because if you have two gyms and they're totally run differently with different kinds of processes and different kinds of prices and like it's just going to drive you up the wall but if you had two businesses that were like pretty much identical then you know that that's a much easier thing to manage um so i kind of have my list together of what i believe needs to be in place before you decide to open up your second one with that in mind, it's almost like, all right, if I'm going to open two, just kind of plan to open five. And that was, that was honestly for me a very good litmus test personally, because 
I, I, it did, it wasn't sexy to me to have five. Like, I was just like, I was love my gym and it's really great. But I just was like, I just, it's just not what I personally wanted. And so I didn't do it. And that's what led me down to do this, do what I'm doing now. Led me to do consulting for gym owners. Right. And it's just like, if I had, I was to open up a bunch of gyms, I probably wouldn't have the bands, the bandwidth and the time to, to do consulting. And I just, I love it. I love doing podcasts. I love writing emails. I love writing books. I love running my one gym. Right. Um, and it's not that I couldn't do it, but it's just like kind of what I wanted to do. Like I asked the question to Ari Weinswig, who owns Zingerman's Deli. It was one of the best delis in the world. And instead of opening up more delis, they open up all these different kinds of businesses like restaurants and bakeries and things like that. And I was like, you had one thing that was like incredible concept. Why don't you just open up more of the delis and franchise it? And and his answer was like, "Eh, it just wasn't that interesting to me. Right. So at the end of the day, you got to come back to like and listen to what you what what you really want. Don't open a second gym because you see other people opening up a second gym like if you don't want to don't it doesn't mean that you can't grow it doesn't mean you know i didn't open a second gym and i'm doing okay right doing this and i'm enjoying life more right um but some people we have a lot of guys in mastermind that are opening up more gyms that's what they want to do and it's i tell you if you do it well you can make a lot of money doing it so it can be very profitable but a couple of things need to be in place before you even think about it. Number one, you must have your money situation together. You can't be scraping two nickels together on your first location and try to open up a second one, right? So here are some, some basics. Number one, I would love to see that you have a minimum of three months of cash, operating cash in your first business checking account. So if your expenses are 50 grand a month, you should have 150 sitting in that checking account. Anything above 150, you should take it out and invest it. But three months of operating cash, and maybe you can have it in a a Marcus account or something like that, but three months of, of cash ready to go. Um, Second thing is you do not want to open up a second location when your first one is not making money, right? And so you want to be operating profitably. And I like to see businesses operating at 20% at a minimum. I like to see better. But I wouldn't open up a second location if your first location is at 5% profit, right? It's kind of just like, why don't you just spend more time trying to get 5% to 20% as opposed to opening up a second location. And then you'll probably copy the same thing you did at the first one. And now you have two businesses at 5% profit each. And that ain't going to be fun. So I, I think that you're operating profitably. There's cash reserves, which, you know, your time is going to be spent other places. And here's the thing. There is a possibility that when you take time away from the first that the the first one t- can slip it's possible 
I've seen it happen, right? And so you need cash reserves to make sure that you don't get crushed by that. Um, the third thing is there needs to be a clear person in charge of number one. A clear person that is the leader of that gym. And it can be you. In certain circumstances, um, the uh, I have uh, several different guys in my CEO mastermind that are doing this. And um, some of them, they stay in charge of the first location, um, but some of them don't. So an example of Connor Flayhive, who um, he, he, he has opened three gyms now. He has his main location and has opened up three more gyms. But he still stays as the main facility leader of his original location, right? That's his baby. That's he does. He still spends a lot of time there. He, now, I don't know if it's going to be like that forever, but, you know, that's what he still does. He's got three other gyms that are run by other people, but he still owns that first one. I think a lot, what a lot of people do is they kind of start scattering their focus to help out the new gym that they open. And then there's no one in charge of the original location. Someone's got to be in charge. So maybe that's you. And if it is you, then you have to make sure that you're still doing your job. Right? There's a specific job that needs to be done. You know, you got to have clarity on, you know, the future of that business. You got to have, be driving the culture. You got to make sure you're leading in the team. It's like, you got to make sure that you don't just like stop doing your job. So that's the other thing is um, um, making sure that there's a clear point person in charge of number one. Ideally, there's a clear point person in charge of number two. That's another thing. But I'm just talking about number one, what should be in place. And that someone is sitting in the role of they're the facility leader, the CEO, the general manager, whatever you want to call it. But if someone walked in and says, who's in charge here? There's got to be someone that raises their hand. Clear person in charge of number one. Uh, number four, you need to have some semblance of, of, of documented systems. Right, I don't think it needs to be like this McDonald's manual, like everyone always talks about, right? And it's just like if you're going to compare flipping burgers to personal training, you're just this is stupid. You're not stupid. That's that stupid. But you just you're not. It's not you're not going to. It's not going to be like that, right? But there is there is there needs to be specific systems and processes of things that happen the same time every time. Um, how you onboard a new trainer should be systematized, right? They need to learn this in week one. They need to learn the core values and everything like that. How a client is onboarded should be systematized. How, you know, what happens at the first session with a client? You know, what emails do they get to keep them engaged? Um, the way you do the marketing should be systematized, like all that. So there should be some semblance of documented processes and systems so that when you do go off and open up more locations and your time is spread, things still continue to run effectively the way they were before. So some, some so um, you know, very briefly, you need, you know, and I just went over them, but kind of, you need a system for marketing, you need a system for sales, you need a system for operations, like client, you know, retention, scheduling, billing, that kind of thing. 
Um, you need a system for how your, your product, right? Your training systems. You know how you progress a squat. Um, and you need a system for how, like, you're managing your money, your finances, and all that. So there should be some kind of a documented product. It doesn't need to be crazy, this huge, you know, 150 page manual. It could be, like, you know, I don't know, a couple sheets. It says, how do you do this? So I'm going to go crazy. Number five, you must have good attrition rates. If you're trying to expand and you have a leaking bucket, you're in trouble. Because it gets very expensive to try and fill a leaking bucket. Um, so you have to you have to have your attrition in check. Uh, I like between 3 and 5%. I don't like more than 5%. Right? Obviously, you, you got to look at it from a trend perspective, right? Um. But if you're at 3%, I think that's solid. Even if you're up to 5 and not going really over 5 very often, um, there's anomalies and stuff like that. But um, you have solid attrition, which means you're providing a good product and a good service and people are enjoying it. Um, and the last one is you're growing. Right? Do you really want to open something that's like kind of flat? dead in the water type business. So I like to see a growth rate, right? If you were going to tell me, Hey, I want to open up my second gym and you know, you haven't grown in three months. I'd be like, well, what, what's going on at this facility now? If like all of a sudden you, you know, hit a whole saturation point where you're, you got 600 members and you're profiting at 40% and you haven't grown much. It's like, okay, you're still making a crap ton of money, right? Um, and maybe you just hit a saturation point in the market, right? Um, but if like you're two years into business and you haven't, you didn't grow from year one to year two, like you got a problem. So there's some kind of a growth rate that we can see like history of the business that that one location is moving in the right direction. Now, is this like a foolproof system where if these six boxes that I just went over are not checked then you should never open a second gym. No, like, but I honestly do. I've had have clients that have opened up gyms too early and they struggle. And a lot of these things they didn't have in place. So I don't want you to make a big decision about opening a second gym before you're ready to do it. And these are just some things to have in place. Again, I said, this is not an exact science. This is my insights based on being in the industry for 20 something years of and seen many, many, many clients that I've coached through this do this. And the ones that struggled didn't have these things in place. The ones that have succeeded did. So there you go. So hopefully this was helpful and gave you some insights on things to have in place. And here's the thing. These things should be in place even if you don't want a second location. If anything, you just take these things and have these things. If you don't have one of these things in place, um, even if a second location is not even on your radar, you know, get it in place. Get it going. So hopefully this was helpful. And I'll see you next week. Peace. What's up, guys? Thanks so much for listening. Do me a favor and go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. This way you'll get notified when we get new episodes come out. And if you really, really loved it, I'd truly appreciate it if you left us a five-star rating. So thanks so much. 
If you're looking for more free stuff uh, from me, head over to vincesfreebook.com. You'll get a free copy of my marketing book and just head over to vincesfreebook.com and I'll send you a copy. Thanks.